Good morning. Welcome in. Nick Shepkowski with your college football morning announcements each and every day, what we have for you. Thank you, as always, for checking this out. And we're going to run through a few things for you again today. Uh, Start with some recruiting news for you. Um, A big-time recruit, big-time playmaking running back goes to a big-time school. And then the school that he did not choose gets a big-time recruit just an hour after his commitment. We'll share that with you. Uh, News in regards to Week Zero and Notre Dame and Navy that Notre Dame's athletic director, Jack Swarbrick, had. We'll have that coming up as well. Uh, Returning of rivalries in college football. One was announced earlier this week that we will share with you, and one will not be happening again anytime soon, which is unfortunate for fans of all both of those schools as well. That coming up and get thinking of what what old rival that your team no longer plays anymore. Who would you like to see a series renewed with? Whether it's a home and home or maybe four years straight of playing a team, who would you like to see to return to the to a schedule with regularity for your team? But we start in the recruiting world, and we mentioned it yesterday. The announcement came down that on Tuesday, Will Shipley, star running back. Uh, based out of North Carolina, would be making his college decision for the 2021 recruiting class. Most people had it down to Notre Dame and Clemson for him, as we told you yesterday. The belief was that with the timing of the commitment, that it felt like all signs pointed at being Clemson. It ultimately was for Will Shipley. So Notre Dame and Brian Kelly, who mentioned before their bowl game this year, this past year, that what they needed to do was take a step in recruiting and top 10 classes are nice, top 12 classes are nice. They wanted to do everything in their power to get inside that top five, though, and they make a valiant effort at Will Shipley. You wonder if the world wasn't in the middle of a crisis, in the middle of a pandemic, what would have happened if they were able to get Shipley on campus one more time, but ultimately he chooses Clemson, and Notre Dame moves on. They put a couple scholarship offers out after that, two potential running backs in the 2021 class, but none of which will come in with the with the intrigue that a Will Shipley would have. It's also interesting to note that Clemson pops up again on Notre Dame's schedule, obviously in 2020, but also two years down the road, Notre Dame and Clemson will be battling again, as will Notre Dame and Ohio State, as Ryan Day has things continuing to roll for the Buckeyes. It wasn't all bad news for Notre Dame, though, as Shipley chooses Clemson over the Fighting Irish, because within an hour of that announcement being made, Notre Dame did get good news. Four-star cornerback Philip Riley out of Florida, originally from Washington State from the Northwest, uh, but he moved to Florida a short time ago. The four-star corner chose Notre Dame, gave and announced his commitment to the Fighting Irish, and this is a big win for Notre Dame because he had a four-star corner with great abilities in the man-to-man coverage game. But also it's a great big deal because Mike Mickens, the newly hired defensive back coach for Notre Dame that they hired off of Cincinnati's staff and Luke Fickle's staff down at Cincinnati, he walks in and he goes and gets a cornerback that had not been offered until 40 days ago. And within 40 days, he gets this young man in Philip Riley who had scholarship offers from literally 40 college football teams. He gets him to choose Notre Dame, 
in short order. And that's a good sign, I think, of things to come of, of yes, this is a very nice addition, very nice for Notre Dame to get this commit. But look out for some big things from their defensive back coach there and Mike Mickens. This is, this is making an impact right away in terms of recruiting as it seems like Notre Dame has half of their uh, half of their cornerbacks for the 2021 class now wrapped up after the commitment of Philip Riley. So it didn't leave Notre Dame fans feeling at least awful over Shipley choosing Clemson over Notre Dame for very long when they were given that good news. Other Notre Dame thing, Jack Swarbrick, uh, the athletic director at ND, spoke on a Zoom call to the media on Tuesday and was asked about a couple of things. Most importantly, or most interestingly, the first part asked about Notre Dame and Navy in Dublin the last week of August. He says everything he hears or it's all systems go right now, and they're going to plan as if they're going to go for the time being. And I guess you, yeah, everything you have to do, whether it's arranging hotel rooms and the travel, of bringing a football team and all the employees over from the States to Ireland, obviously, logistically, not the easiest thing to do. So, yes, you have to keep planning if the game's not going to be canceled. But who in their right mind, I mean, you think of, think of the state of the world right now, who in their right mind thinks that that's an actual possibility? It just makes no sense when you add it up. And Ireland as a nation isn't allowing mass gatherings. Anything over 5,000 is supposed to be banned. Well, if it needs a permit, you need banned. And this football game wouldn't need a permit, so they'd still be able to have their crowds and have their fans there. And it just seems like it's uh, a lot of shady dealings and odd dealings going on. I just, again... Kind of like I said yesterday, I think the NCAA here ultimately is going to follow the NFL lead, and that thing will end up getting at least canceled. Maybe it gets moved to the States instead of in Dublin, but I don't see a way, I don't see a chance in hell of that thing taking place in Dublin the last week of August. The other thing Swarbrick said that was interesting, he discussed a bit of the possibility that schedules are limited in 2020 for college football and the power five conferences are playing conference only schedules potentially it's been one of the things that have been proposed and his idea is that notre dame won't be in harm's way off of this you know obviously and notre dame being independent but that his thought is will you have enough of those traditional rivalry games where whether it's clemson in south carolina they cross over conferences you still go and play each other, whether it's that. Um, other ones that you can cite, Florida, Florida State, one of those, ACC, SEC, they play each and every year. Notre Dame, USC would be a good example of that, of classic rivalries, big-time rivalries that don't line up in the world of, uh, of being conference games. So Heath says that they'll play the – Conference games plus one is the idea, and if you got a game scheduled with Notre Dame, the revenue you get off of that, most teams aren't going to be looking to uh, find a different opponent rather than the fighting Irish. So that was discussed there as well by Swarbrick, but again, I, I think the more compelling part of all of it was the idea of this Notre Dame and Navy game still going to go on as scheduled currently in Dublin. I just don't see how the heck that ends up happening. Uh, a couple of things that I saw around today 
Uh, Swarbrick mentioned it there, so let's transition to it here very quickly. The return of rivalry games. Some rivalries have been cut off. I don't know if you saw it over the weekend, but Missouri and Kansas, which now qualifies as one of those out-of-conference rivalry games, that's set to resume here coming up. doesn't start for another five years in 2025, but those two old rivals going to get back at it four years in a row. They'll meet each other. That's cool to see. And the athletic director from Texas A&M was asked about restarting the Texas-Texas A&M rivalry because that was only one of the best in college football for years and years and decades and decades. And he has no interest whatsoever in doing that, he said, on the Zoom call that he was a part of on Tuesday. So I'm curious now. It doesn't matter who your favorite team is. But chances are there's a team or a rivalry that they had for some time. I'm curious who yours is and who do you wish that it your team still played. Maybe it's an old conference rival that uh, found a new conference to play in. Maybe it's a series of games that, that just a series that's been discontinued. Right, looking at it from the Notre Dame side that I'm well aware of, I think most people would immediately yell Michigan. Oh, yeah, play them year in, year out. Play them year in, year out. I mean, I have memories of other rivalries there. And Miami, when those two teams were humming, that was as good a college football ever got for for those. When you had Catholics versus convicts and all that, that's definitely one that stuck out to me. Um, Penn State, Notre Dame had a great series there until Penn State joined the Big Ten when both were independent. Some great games that were played in that series that is no longer a thing. So I'd be curious what your thoughts are on that. Maybe it's maybe if you're a Notre Dame fan, maybe it's Purdue or Michigan State or one of those Big Ten teams that's now off the schedule. And a piece of information that's out there, and I will put this obviously in the uh, in the post on Fighting Irish Wire for this podcast as well. But information out there, ESPN did a fun list where they named the 20 most influential games and the importance of the spread offense developing into what it is today. What games were the 25 turning points in building the spread up to be what it is? They do a great job breaking that down. Spoiler alert, Notre Dame's not listed in any of those 25 games. Not a surprise to anyone who's watched this offense as the spread offense has evolved into what it is today. I will say, though, that tough to read one of the first games they break down, and they mention former Notre Dame wide receivers coach Urban Meyer who was then the Bowling Green head coach, and then went to Utah, then went to Florida, and won a lot of games and made a heck of a lot of money, largely due to that spread offense. That'll do it for this Wednesday's morning announcements with Nick Shepkowski, college football morning announcements, with you each and every morning, breaking down the news what was the day before, previewing a bit of the day to come. Uh, coming up on this day, we are going to break down a little bit of that Jack Swarbrick press conference, share some of that news with you, and break that down in a little bit of detail. Notre Dame has a couple of scholarship offers out that we'll get in as well for you, some information on, and all of that to look forward to today. Hope you have a great Wednesday. I'm Nick Shepkowski. You can follow me on Twitter at Nick Shepkowski. This has been Episode 2 of the College Football Morning Announcements with Nick Shepkowski. Have a great Wednesday.